Section 7 of A Traveller's Narrative Written to illustrate the episode of the Bob This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org Recording by Nicholas James Bridgewater A Traveller's Narrative Written to illustrate the episode of the Bob by Abdul Baha Abbas, translated by Edward Granville Brown, section seven. Now, in these years, AH one thousand two hundred and sixty six and sixty seven, throughout all Persia, fire fell on the households of the Babis and each one of them in whatever hamlet he might be was on the slightest suspicion arising put to the sword more than four thousand souls were slain and a great multitude of women and children left without protector or helper distracted and confounded were trodden down and destroyed and all these occurrences were brought about solely by the arbitrary decision and command of Mirza Taghi Khan, who imagined that by the enactment of a crushing punishment this sect would be dispersed and disappear in such wise that all sign and knowledge of them would be cut off. Ere long had passed, the contrary of his imagination appeared, and it became certain that the Bobbies were increasing the flame rose higher and the contagion became swifter the affair waxed grave and the report thereof reached other climes at first it was confined to persia later it spread to the rest of the world quaking and affliction resulted in constancy and stability and grievous pains and punishment caused acceptance and attraction the very events produced an impression impression led to investigation and investigation resulted in increase through the ill-considered policy of the minister this edifice became fortified and strengthened and these foundations firm and solid previously the matter used to be regarded as commonplace subsequently it acquired a grave importance in men's eyes many persons from all parts of the world set out for persia and began to seek with their whole hearts for it hath been proved by experience in the world that in the case of such matters of conscience laceration causeth healing censure produceth increased diligence prohibition induceth eagerness and intimidation createth avidity the root is hidden in the very heart while the branch is apparent and evident when one branch is cut off other branches grow thus it is observed that when such matters occur in other countries they become extinct spontaneously through lack of attention and exiguity of interest for up to the present moment of movements pertaining to religion many have appeared in the countries of europe but 
non-interference and absence of bigotry having deprived them of importance in a little while they became effaced and dispelled after this event there was wrought by a certain bobby a great error and a grave presumption and crime which has blackened the page of the history of this sect and given it an ill name throughout the civilized world of this event the marrow is this that during the time when the bob was residing in azerbaijan a youth sadiq by name became affected with the utmost devotion to the bab night and day was busy in serving him and became bereft of thought and reason now when that which befell the bab in tabriz took place this servant actuated by his own fond fancies fell into thoughts of seeking blood revenge and since he knew naught of the details of the events the absolute autocracy of the amir nizam his unbridled power and sole authority nor was aware that this sentence had been promulgated absolutely without the cognizance of the royal court and that the prime minister had presumptuously issued the order on his own sole responsibility since on the contrary he supposed that agreeably to ordinary custom and usage the attendants of the court had had a share in and a knowledge of this sentence therefore impelled by folly frenzy and his evil star nay by sheer madness he rose up from tabriz and came straight to tehran one other person being his accomplice then since the royal train had its abode at shemiran he thither directed his steps god is our refuge by him was wrought a deed so presumptuous that the tongue is unable to declare and the pen loath to describe it yet to god be praise and thankfulness that this madman had charged his pistol with shot imagining this to be preferable and superior to all projectiles then all at once a commotion arose and this sect became of such ill repute that still strive and struggle as they may to escape from the curse and disgrace and dishonor of this deed they are unable to do so they will recount from the first manifestation of the bob until the present time but when the thread of the discourse reaches this event they are abashed and hang their heads in shame repudiating the presumptuous actor and accounting him the destroyer of the edifice and the cause of shame to mankind now after the occurrence of this grave matter all of this sect were suspected at first there was neither investigation nor inquiry but afterwards in mere justice it was decided that there should be investigation inquiry and examination all who were known to be of this sect fell under suspicion bahaullah was passing the summer in the village of afche situated one stage from tehran when this news was spread abroad and punishment began every one who was able hid himself in some retreat or fled the country amongst these was mirza yahya 
the brother of baha'u'llah concealed himself and a bewildered fugitive in the guise of a dervish with kashkul in hand note a hollow receptacle of about the size and shape of a cocoa-nut round the orifice of which two chains are attached at four points to serve as a handle it is used by dervishes as an alms-basket wandered in mountains and plains on the road to rasht but baha'u'llah rode forth with perfect composure and calmness from afche and came to niovaron which was the abode of the royal train and the station of the imperial camp immediately on his arrival he was placed under arrest and a whole regiment guarded him closely after several days of interrogation they sent him in chains and fetters from shemiron to the jail of tehran and this harshness and punishment was due to the immoderate importunity of haji ali khan the hajibuddole nor did there seem any hope of deliverance until his majesty the king moved by his own kindly spirit commanded circumspection and ordered this occurrence to be investigated and examined particularly and generally by means of the ministers of the imperial court now when baha'u'llah was interrogated on this matter he answered in reply quote, the event itself indicates the truth of the affair and testifies that this is the action of a thoughtless unreasoning and ignorant man for no reasonable person would charge his pistol with shot when embarking on so grave an enterprise at least he would so arrange and plan it that the deed should be orderly and systematic for the very nature of the event is clear and evident as the sun that it is not the act of such as myself so it was established and proven that the assassin had on his own responsibility engaged in this grievous action and monstrous deed with the idea and design of taking blood revenge for his master and that it concerned no one else and when the truth of the matter became evident the innocence of baha'u'llah from this suspicion was established in such wise that no doubt remained for any one the decision of the court declared his purity and freedom from this charge and it became apparent and clear that what had been done with regard to him was due to the efforts of his foes and the hasty folly of the hajibuddole therefore did the government of eternal duration desire to restore certain properties and estates which had been confiscated that thereby it might pacify him but since the chief part of these was lost and only an inconsiderable portion was forthcoming none came forward to claim them indeed baha'u'llah requested permission to withdraw to the supreme shrines of karbala and najaf and 
after some months note according to nabil's chronological poem baha'u'llah was imprisoned in tehran for four months End note. by the royal permission and with the leave of the prime minister set out accompanied by one of the king's messengers for the shrines end of section seven